woke up this morning feeling real stink. I had temptations to call in sick, but I end up in Jolly's pharmacy. Great and don't think I should Jolly's fix up my immune system. Got me feeling fit and strong. Now I'm ready to work and take on any mission. If you see me working, Jolly's pharmacy is number one. Jolly's working. We cater for everyone. Jolly's working. Boost up your immune system. Jolly's Good morning to you. Good morning. It is such a pleasure being here with you for yet another episode of Health Vibes, your very own health talk show brought to you by the brand you trust the most, Jolly's Pharmacy. We are so happy that you've again connected with us. There are many, many choices out there. And yet you have consistently chosen us. And so we are happy. And so I have Miss Dominica, 2011, Jacinta Fagan Defoe. I have the debate, the best debate coach in Dominica with me, Miss Christian. And so I'm giving them their flowers whilst they're still here with me. Good morning, ladies. Good, good morning, Kathy, and good morning to our listeners. One thing, we always start off the show smiling. That's mm-hmm, a guarantee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> How are you today, Kathy? Yeah, How because the thing is that if good. two women, you know, hit, uh, decide to gang up on you, that's a different story. You know? <laughs> so, so they, they, you they tell you, you all they have to make your wife smile because you never know. You know, remember, she cooks. You don't know what's going to happen. So you have to make her smile and happy all the time. One thing, Carlton, is a very smart Mm. gentleman. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Dominica. Good morning to the listeners of Hell Vibes. And good morning to the the men out there. I hope you heard Carlton's very smart advice. Always make the ladies smile, you know. Do what you need to do. Happy life. That's correct. (laughs) So ladies. Yes. What and, and, and Dominica by extension and the world by extension, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on what zone you are. What has that heat wave oh, been gosh. doing to you? Hmm. Boy, I, I <laughs> honestly, I have been taking refuge in my office with AC and in my car with AC and at my home with a fan. I don't go outside. I haven't been going much outside much for the past couple of days. Yeah. It's crazy. Imagine I had a, a Zoom meeting last night mm-hmm. and I started off the meeting asking the participants, what is the heat doing to them? <laughs> because it's, it's crazy yes. at night, you're not sure what position to lie down, how to put the fan closer to you, turn it <laughs> a different way. On Sunday, I'm, I'm home and I don't know what room yes, to stay yeah. in. If it's living room on the porch, in the bedroom, it's hot air, the fan yes. blows. It's crazy. Yes, mm-hmm. it and it's is. concerning and, and, and it's Dominica, scary it, as I well. think it may have been Tuesday, Dominica recorded its its hottest ever. I think it was. I Monday. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think it was today's Wednesday. I think it was Monday though. Monday. F- Monday. Thirty-five point nine degrees Celsius, which translated to I think ninety-nine degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. That's a serious fever. Yes. 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 Yeah, and and you know, as we're talking about that um, team, <laughs> um, you know, we really have to identify with. The builders and hmm. the fishermen, the people who work and outdoors. the farmers, oh, yes. Much yes, respect you know, to them. The, these people who labor out there in that hot sun. You know, we want to advise you to hydrate, hydrate, yes. hydrate. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have your water. Um, it, it'll be good to put some vitamin C in that water. That would help you. 
ensure that you have a good pair of sunglasses, maybe something that's uh, polarized. Even. Mm-hmm. Ensure that you have a large hat or mm-hmm. cap yeah. um, to help you as well. And if you can use sunscreen, use oh, that yes. too to protect your skin because again, I mean, with that level or use maybe a long sleeve shirt, you know, mm-hmm. while you work out there, that is going to help you as well. But we know it's been very, very, very hot. And we really identify with you and we applaud yes. you. And that's why I always say to my wife, you know, ladies, always the one that will argue about prices. Men just, just go and buy. <laughs> you know, we see a shoe or store, we don't walk in no more. We just say, that's the shoe we want, we just go and buy. We go to the market, the first heap of yam no, no, we no, see, no. we buy. A woman has to survey the entire market. We know where to go. So I always say to my wife, I never argue with farmers and fishermen about the of prices. prices. No. Uh, if the fish is $10 a pound and I can't afford it, then I leave it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to try to, you know, break them Because can you imagine, and you know, the seawater in itself is very warm. Mm-hmm. And with the salt in there... You can imagine that kind of heat that they oh, have yes. to endure. Have you ever gone on one of those, just a little boat cruise or something, and yes. you're outside hmm. in the direct heat of the sun? Imagine when it's this hot That's and it. you're out on a fishing boat. Right. Definitely. Um, fishermen, farmers, kudos to you. Good morning to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for doing the jobs that you do and enduring the different environmental conditions mm-hmm. like this this mm-hmm. current heat wave mm-hmm. that we are experiencing i'm telling you i could not do it mm-hmm. so to those who can you know big up to you and kudos to you for you know still continuing your jobs yeah. I, I would have yes. i call it quits a long time <laughs> i know definitely yes. all right so what we're going to do we are going to take a break and then we're going to just talk a little bit about um the month of the elderly um and it's and it, it's so interesting that we start we we began the show we're talking about heat wave so we will we will give some tips as to what the elderly can do mm-hmm. To, or what the caretakers of the elderly can do to ensure that their loved one is hydrated and doesn't get into a situation of dehydration mm-hmm. um, as we endure this real period of hot, scorching sun and humidity. Let's take a break and we'll be right back with you. Who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With Health Vibes, every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health Vibes, education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lando with co-host Jacinta Fagan Defo and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Every Wednesday on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Jolly's Pharmacy, leading the way in healthcare. Oh, and if they say convenience could make a big difference, then you can trust me. I know just where you should be. That is JP. Mega, 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 mega. The one-stop shopping Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga. You could be shopping and having fun with your daughter or with your son. We cater to everyone. What a happy place. Oh, JP, mega, 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 mega. The one-stop shopping, Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga. You could be shopping and having fun. Bring Papa and Mama along. We cater to everyone. What a happy place. Happy place. Oh, what a happy place. 
purchase six or more of any item and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkwale where there's lots of parking. On Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. On Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. So we're back with you this morning as we are on Health Vibes. Um, as you know, our show begins at 10.15 and ends just about 11.30 um, every Wednesday morning at about a time like this. Let me again extend um, happy day to all our diasporans who are listening. We do have a huge fan base from the United States and even Canada, the Caribbean by extension too. And so we want to acknowledge you and want to thank you for always listening to us and making it a point of duty, almost like an appointment with us every weekday at this time. So as um, you may know, it is the month of the elderly and I want to again acknowledge um, the work of um, the, the, the Council of Aging headed by Our Lady of Song, um, Ophelia Mary and uh, her executive. We want to thank them for the good work that they've been doing in terms of sensitizing the public of, you know, caring for the elderly, um, um, respecting the elderly and not abusing the elderly. And I know that there have been a lot of talk about elderly abuse in terms of um, maybe uh, manipulating them to get properties, uh, maybe stealing their monies on their account, particularly those who may not be so um, um, mentally um, uh, and physically able. You know, there are some who suffer with Alzheimer's or dementia and they can't really remember and people have to access their account and sometimes um, people can take advantage of that and so I, um, I applaud the association for the, the, the awareness that they've done. I know that they have made some um, stringent, more stringent policies in terms of um, having the police even involved um, in terms of um, um, abuse of the elderly. But we began the show, ladies, um, talking about the heat wave, and we know that our elderly, they are more susceptible to dehydration. Um, Jacinta, what advice would you give to um, caregivers and even the elderly that may be listening to us? And when we talk about the elderly, we're talking about anybody that have passed the age of 60. Yeah? Um, you know, you might still feel very, very young, but um, your body's changing. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the kind of resilience that you may have had in the past, you know, you may not necessarily have it, particularly if you do have um, comorbidities or underlying medical conditions. Mm -hmm. And so as the heat wave goes around and is affecting so many populations throughout the world, um, what would you say to the elderly? Okay, so as we started uh, talking about um, construction workers, farmers, fishermen, um, hydration is number one on the list. Um, my mom is an elderly yes. at home, and uh, she's um, nearly totally blind, and we have a caretaker as well. So with her, and can be next extended to anyone who has um, elderly um, parents or anyone they're taking care of at that age already, to ensure that they have uh, at least a bottle of water mm -hmm. at hand close by, um, 
looking for any signs of dehydration, mm -hmm. especially excessive, um, um, probably they sweating profusely, mm -hmm. they probably have dry mouth, um, look at their, their, their eyes as well. You know, th those can give indications to some sort of um, dehydration. Looking at the area where they spend um, most of their time. So if the room is closed up, we probably want to relocate them or have them drawn out to areas that are more, um, better ventilated. So with a, a window that's you know um, closer to them, and if you have a fan as well. But don't uh, well don't allow the the fans to accumulate too much dust because mm -hmm. that itself can be. Um, um, a device that holds a lot of dust and of course if it's constantly blowing then of course it's directly i mean the face of the elderlies and anyone as such so ensuring that you clean your fans regularly as well if you are in an in an area um in a room that has um, an ac unit ensure that they get cleaned um as as well you know but as Kalti also suggested ensuring that they have their um, vitamin c's you can either put it in a glass of water or have other drinks that are um, filled with electrolytes Electric. as well so that's important and those who are um bedridden are not able to move on their own always check to see whether the elderly have any bed sores of any sort to, so you could address them in their early stages so that's the main thing ensuring that they are adequately um, um, hydrated and checking for any other signs of dehydration yeah we just want to add with that to um, particularly the caregivers if mm -hmm. you're taking care and we do have people who do the yes you um, yes, yes we care, care program. program and are taking care of the elderly you also want to look at their urine so How if the urine is very yes. um very yellowish yeah. almost to the point where it's brownish in color consistently that means that there may be signs of dehydration yes. and you want to ensure that um they are they are they, they do have a lot of water mm -hmm. um if the, the 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 elderly um suddenly complains of lightheadedness oh, you know yes. they're feeling Dizziness very lightheaded well. mm -hmm. um and particularly if it's a sudden onset um, that too, you want to check. But if you do have a blood pressure monitor, you may want to hold it at hand and check their blood pressure yes. as well. Mm -hmm. Because if they are severely dehydrated, their blood pressure can be very low. Mm -hmm. So you want to check that. Um, if the heart rate is very high so it's increased so you check the pulse and you realize it's very very high too that is something too that you want to be aware of and um uh, as uh, you want to ensure too that they have cool clothing preferably mm -hmm. cotton um clothing not polyester mm -hmm. or nylon or any type of synthetic fabric um you want to ensure that they have cool clothing preferably light clothing um, in the house um, maybe it may not be best at the time I know it might be a little um, uh, I don't want to say paradox but it might little, it might be a little ticklish but some people do sweat profusely when they apply lotion or creams oh, on yes. the skin right. at that mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. so it might be best to just stay cool maybe use um, a, a hydrating um, 
um, shower gel, yes. those that have the, the, the skin lubricants on them, um, that would kind of prevent the skin from drying too mm-hmm. much after you've showered. So maybe not, maybe use the, use soap to bathe them, but use uh, a shower gel that, that has this, um, some people say it makes your skin slimy, <laughs> yes. but what it does, it, it prevents the skin from being dried. So you want to maybe use that um, at the moment um, as well, so that the skin can be um, uh, can be can 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 the skin won't be too dry, and at the same time they may not necessarily need to be to use a lotion or a cream that could cause them to be even feel to feel even hotter. even hotter. But yeah, you raise a good point, Kathy. Um, one of the areas that you could pay attention to is the skin, mm-hmm. because if you are dehydrated, yes. your skin tends to appear a bit drier, mm-hmm. yes. a bit more um, yeah, ashy. Uh, right, mm-hmm. that's correct. But if you do one moment, if you do select um, creams, you can look at the ingredients mm-hmm. section, and the the first ingredient, if it's water, it means that a very high um, content of the mm-hmm. active so is water. Good so that's, a, that's correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, sorry. Um. Just, I just wanted to insert, Carlton, as we're speaking about clothing for the elderly to prevent that excessive heat, um, you know, them being too hot or, or becoming. Um, dehydrated of course we have the issue with the mosquitoes and mm-hmm. maybe sa- what well what we what we have been referring to as sunflies a lot of people tend to want to protect their their skin mm-hmm. from these biting whatever they are by wearing long clothing so mm-hmm. now there's a balance that you have to to strike between trying to prevent yourself from getting bitten mm-hmm. because i've seen too I, I made a visit to the hospital yesterday some people are there covered um because they don't things are biting mosquitoes mm-hmm. are biting so they, they're under a blanket but mm-hmm. it's hot yeah you know what i mean so you're trying to strike the balance between staying cool but at the same time preventing bites mm-hmm. so that is where maybe the use of some sort of insect repellent could be recommended mm-hmm. so that the individuals could still wear lights you know, mm-hmm. clothing, short pants, if, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not try to cover down mm-hmm. to avoid being bitten in the home True. and at the same time making themselves get mm-hmm. too hot. And that you know? itself can get you agitated. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, too, it would, it's also important to, even now, to um, be more aware of the changing of your sheets and pillowcases, you know, because we sweat and you may not even notice that even in the evening, excuse me, we're sweating. So at least once a week, you must change your sheets, your linen, your pillowcases, um, your bath wheels, and oh, so forth. Oh yes. At least the bath wheels twice a week. Mm-hmm. But and have uh, them air dry. Don't yes. have them in your room. Yes. Step, step but that is important. So even the personal care and hygiene um, needs to be applied as well to ensure that um, the health and wellness of the elderly is maintained. Mm-hmm. So we do hope that the tips that we've just given to you um, will assist you, those who do take care of um, a loved one that may be of age, I want to applaud you for the work that you've been doing. And we want you to, at the same time, adhere to the guidelines um, that we've just outlined to you this morning. So I do hope that they would have certainly um, broadened um, your, your, your scope in terms of um, precautions that you need to take. 
And on that note, I would like to say a special morning to my mom's caretaker. Mm-hmm. Her name is Yurita Ambrose, and she's a fantastic caregiver. I could not ask for a better person to take care of my mom. So thank awesome. you so much. If you're listening, the entire family says thank you to you. <laughs> very, very good. And that's important. That's important. So what are we going to do? We're going to take a, a short break again, and then we are going to come back. Yes. Who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With Health Vibes, every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health Vibes, education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lango with co-hosts Jacinta Fagan Defoe and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Every Wednesday on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Jolly's Pharmacy, leading the way in healthcare. Oh, and if they say convenience could make a big difference, then you can trust me. I know just where you should be. That is JP Mega, 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 Mega. Your one-stop shopping, Dominica, Nika, 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 Nika. You could be shopping and having fun with your daughter or with your son. We cater to everyone. What a happy place. Oh, JP, mega, 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 mega. The one stop shopping, Dominica, Nika, 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 Nika. You could be shopping and having fun. Bring Papa and Mama along. We cater to everyone. What a happy place. Happy place. Oh, what a happy place. Purchase six or more of any item and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking on Monday to Friday from 9am to 7pm, on Saturdays from 8am to 6pm, and on Sundays from 10am to 2pm. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. So we're back with you on another segment of Health Vibes, and uh, there is some concerns. I, I recently heard a discussion um, at a forum where um, they were saying that um, it may be a speculation, as I should say that, that the government may be looking at um, reviewing their stand on recreational use of marijuana um, merely because of the indiscriminate use of it publicly. Um, We all have seen the upsurge of... um, the use of marijuana, particularly by groups of young men, um, if you were to drive almost all over Dominica, you will see that people smoke just openly, um, almost like the police has no right to arrest anybody. And, um, and that is of concern. I think some of the elderly people have made some concerns about it, um, even in, in, in in recreational space like parks and so forth where sometimes an individual may just come and and, and smoke there and you have to be the one to move um, because it's almost like you you are the one that's in discomfort <laughs> and so therefore even if they came and they met you there you have to be the one to move away um, we want to know what are your thoughts on this um, do you think that um, there should be some review 
um, of that because we know that um, it you now can have up to three ounces of marijuana in your person. You now can plant up to three trees in your yard. And um, uh, I, I, from my own personal thoughts, I am of the opinion that when the government made that change, they may have been saying that if you do smoke for recreational purposes, do it in the confinements of your home. But from what I'm noticing, particularly our young population, is different. And we do have many young school, um, school children who are also abusing um, marijuana. Um, I've seen too that, I'm not too sure if you've noticed that, that it would seem that many people have sort of um, not been using tobacco like they would use marijuana now. What are your thoughts, ladies? Um, I, uh, yes, you're right, Carlton. I've seen quite a, a high usage of, of marijuana and tobacco is not a stylish thing anymore mm -hmm. it's 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 the it's the weed um but i remember years ago the ministry of health had been on a campaign to try to establish the prevention of smoking tobacco it was at the time in public mm -hmm. spaces mm -hmm. and that the legislation for that never even you know mm -hmm. got off the ground so i'm thinking now as it relates to smoking marijuana in public spaces how how you know how fruitful would an attempt be i think it's necessary you know just like in the developed countries there are certain rules where you cannot smoke in public spaces shared spaces so on the train or in the you know in the restaurant you would need to go outside if you mm -hmm. want to smoke i think that that is necessary for us here too a restriction on smoking in public spaces but my my thing is you know we've we've not been able to do it for tobacco smoking, will we be able to do it for marijuana smoking? I, hmm. I, I feel there is a lot of foot dragging, you know, on putting certain legislation in place. So I don't know, but it's definitely that public thing. People have a right, um, you know, to protect their space. Um, people have a right to protect their own health. And it has been shown, I, I just mentioned to Jacintha, I believe we've spoken to several medical practitioners throughout the course of this show mm -hmm. who have all maintained that smoking mm -hmm. whatever it is you may be smoking, smoking. Mm -hmm. is harmful to the respiratory system to the lungs etc so it could be you smoking lettuce it could be you smoking whatever you mm -hmm. smoking smoke in and of itself is not is a respiratory mm -hmm. irritant so it's not you know so it's not a healthy practice to smoke um and i i believe everybody is on the same singing from the same mm -hmm. hymn sheet in terms of that and mm -hmm. health you know of course there is the whole question of medicinal use mm -hmm. of marijuana but all the medical practitioners seem to agree that's the, the the smoking of it is not a healthy practice so that being said public places we should have some restriction on smoking in public spaces but my question is can we implement can we enforce can we you know that that is my my concern but but Trudy as a, as a public health educator yourself um, do you believe that when um, the the change was made by the government that it was done maybe too abruptly without 
enough public health education yeah um you know i feel so and there are a lot know. of gaps there are a lot of gaps and misunderstandings i mean i saw somebody recently you know arguing about a criminal record being handed to a young man who had above the quantity that is mm -hmm. stipulated in the law mm -hmm. and the, the young man is 16 years old and you know how that is such a, a tragedy for such a young person mm -hmm. to have a record um because they had above the quantity so even things in terms of that you know when the decriminalization happened oh, what is the quantity how should it be used can it be used in public right. what are the implications if you're smoking you know to me there was not enough of that public dialogue mm -hmm. um and so people are just operating vai vai and then you're going to see the kind of outcomes that that you mentioned in mm -hmm. um you know Carlton in terms of just people just doing what they want mm -hmm. smoking where they want mm -hmm. I you know mm -hmm. i agree with you both and uh, i will add on to what you were saying i mean it's plain courtesy if you want to smoke if you want to hang out with your friends and partake in marijuana i mean do it discreetly you know not everyone wants to and you know um inhale this what smoke. you're smoking but i do think that a little more needs to be done in terms of um educating or stipulating certain rules when it comes to um public smoking and you know how it, it should be utilized but then again how would those regulations come into play or be enforced what are the repercussions if someone breaks the law so all of that needs to be put in place first and be publicized mm -hmm. properly because i know in developing countries um even even within parks that there are there are smoking zones mm -hmm. um okay, okay. in, in, in right, you know there are smoking zones sense. where you can actually go and have a smoke mm -hmm. um over the past years i mean we've not had carnival for two years and the carnival should be on next year and even before that you know most of us who play carnival i can tell you when you're in that band sometimes you're feeling like you judge because <laughs> It's like every other person next to you smoking, is smoking, smoking a weed, you know. So you can imagine with 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 all what's happening now, um, will we see? I suspect we will see even more people smoking, mm -hmm. and that may also include many young teenagers um, within the school bracket will be smoking. I suspect we have a caller. Um, somebody may want to make a comment on that. Let us take that call i think the person may have gone but caller feel free to call the numbers are 449 3095 449 3096 449 3097 616 4257 and of course you are you're always welcome to call from overseas if you do want to make a contribution that number is 305 432 9624 and here we have the caller good morning to you caller thanks for calling Carlton Lando, my friend. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning to you, sir. I'm very glad you're doing well. I'm happy that you're raising this question of smoking. Mm -hmm. um, because I almost got the fit last week, Thursday, Friday. My wife was walking in a particular street in town. Mm -hmm. And there were these guys smoking marijuana. And she did not even see them from where she was and she's asthmatic hmm. and she went into crisis wow mm -hmm. fortunately there was somebody passing by who saw her who actually helped her move away so she could then go in her bag for an inhaler oh 
So what if she what did if not she, have an inhaler? Exactly. What if she didn't have an inhaler? What if she didn't have somebody to help her? Because she said she immediately felt dizzy and she had the worst attack that you can think uh -oh. about. Wow. Right in the middle of the rose in the public. And you know, you think about that and you think, who's responsible? Who's, mm -hmm. who's, who's at least articulating that smoking hmm. is dangerous to people's health? Mm -hmm. And if you are smoking and I am not, you are putting me in danger. Mm -hmm. Whatever you smoke, doesn't matter what you smoke, once you smoke. Wow. And I, I think I heard somebody mention that some time ago, and nobody, I, I don't think people are really taking it as serious as it should be taken. Mm -hmm. This smoking thing is a serious thing, and 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 if it, if it didn't hit home, maybe I would be calling your radio. Wow! But it hit home just like I could have lost my wife in the middle of Rosal. Yeah, that's true. Because and the, and the, the other thing, caller, is that too. Sometimes it's not just marijuana that's in that spliff; right. it's laced with that's other right. things. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, that that too. Mm -hmm. That too, and 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 the people are really putting other people's lives. At risk, and I really believe that the Minister of Health and 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 the the the, the legal affairs people need to begin to formulate some sort of regulation mm -hmm. with regard to smoking in public places. As you alluded to, there are countries where you can't smoke in certain places. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah, That's you know, true. and there are places that you can go to smoke. That's true. But there are places you can't smoke, mm -hmm. and, and I think we have to begin to look at that uh, because. If my understanding again is correct, the 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 new regulation really does not make provision for smoking marijuana in public. Mm -hmm. However, the laws have been lax. The laws are there, but nobody's taking it on because, I guess, of the intentions um, of looking at it and revising it and so on. But then this smoking, especially marijuana thing, has become so in your face mm -hmm. that people actually smoke this thing and puff it in your face. <laughs> without care of, 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 you know, whether you can tolerate it or not. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that we raise that and probably expand that information so, so, so it will get to the people who it affects and the people who are the users. But thanks for raising it. Thank you, caller. Thank you so much. And, and even even as the caller was, you know, given, you know, his own situation, uh, it came back again to the elderly. Can you imagine so many elderly people, especially in some of these apartment complexes too? Um, I, I have heard, you know, from other shows, complaints that have been um, arose about the elderly complaining that, you know, where they live in those complex, um, young people are just indiscriminately smoking and they have to inhale that smoke because they can't go anywhere. They have to be in their house and they have to be inhaling that smoke. So that is another factor too. So, but we have another caller. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Hi, morning. Greetings, Carlton, and your guest and your the rest of your team. Yes, good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. Pascal, Dr. IP. Dr. Pascal, we did spoke about you this morning. And you know you're on one of my favorite topics. So <laughs> yes. I feel both as a physician as somebody who who um you know thinks there's benefit to the medicinal aspects mm -hmm. of cannabis i just wanted to weigh in a bit and say yeah i do agree that um, the issue of smoking is a health hazard regardless of what you smoke and um and i think what was forgotten in all of this when the authorities decided to liberalize the use of cannabis it was that it wasn't, we, we have to remember that doctors 
tell people don't smoke and they smoke. Mm-hmm. So what, what that tells you right away is that people don't self-regulate well. Mm. Um, especially when it comes to things that have to do with pleasure. Mm-hmm. And uh, when there is an obvious risk, those who are in a position this position to make decisions have to understand that they have to help the ordinary human being to regulate themselves. That's why we have laws. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what happened in Dominica is not what happened elsewhere, especially in the bigger countries with the liberalization there, the recognition of the side effects or the possible complications of whatever liberalization was done, you can smoke a spliff, which, which didn't make much sense to me as a physician, but anyway, that is, is what it was. But what was supposed to have a company that was strict regulatory, mm-hmm. regulatory regulation, mm-hmm. To, to recognizing that you needed to protect the innocent mm-hmm. against the effects of cannabis, especially young people and mm-hmm. children, those with asthma, the same way they have to be protected when there is Sahara dust and everything else. Yeah. And um, that wasn't that just wasn't part of the mix in Dominica. So mm-hmm. I think that's what needs to address. And the longer you take to address it, the more difficult it's going to come. Sure. It's going to be. So I think the authorities have a, a serious responsibility to to put something in place because in Canada and all those places where there was this legalization of cannabis, you had strict mm-hmm. strict regulations for playing fields, how far you could smoke, how far you could have a shop selling cannabis from schools and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think we... The authorities, to be honest, I mean, I'm going to be frank about it, drop the ball in that sure. aspect. Sure. And right now, you have citizens suffering, and citizens now going to be maybe trying to regulate other citizens mm-hmm. without the support of, of, of regulations and Correct. law mm-hmm. to support them. So it's going to be a, a quite mm-hmm. of an uphill challenge, mm-hmm. and the longer we take to do that, the, the more difficult it comes. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank I appreciate you. that. That was a real good point. Mm. Thank you so much, Doctor. We have another caller. Let's take this caller. Um, good morning to you, caller. Thanks for your patience. Good morning. Caller, are you there? Hey, Carlton. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And you? How are you doing? We... I'm doing good. And to your two ladies in the studio with you. Yes. Got to express my manners. Carlton? I heard you say something a while ago. I've been listening to the radio all this time. But I know how you stand on these political issues. And I'm going to tell you one thing. Because I know often I would hear you say you really touch political issues. But I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, we, 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 we have some are you are you there? We we were having some difficulties. We having some difficulties with you. No, we having some difficulties. You may have to try to call back. Yes. Okay. Yes, but we we know that um, because even in Antigua, um, that issue was raised recently. Um, there was a commentary that was on the news um, where um, some educator was very, very concerned with the abuse of um, marijuana by school boys, particularly school boys, and how it was affecting 
um, their behavior in the classroom and um, how it was uh, affecting their performance as well. Let's take this caller. Good morning to you, caller. Good morning, caller. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me better? Yes, we hear you better. Yes, I'm there. Can you hear me better now? Yes, yes. we are. Okay. What, what I was saying, I know often on your show you say you don't touch political issues. But um, your thing is health and marijuana has to do with health also. But the point I was making is on that issue, you're going to go down, go down a rabbit hole. What my opinion is on that one is the laws were passed hastily for political gain. And this is where the problem comes in. It was not a comprehensive law and you just place on the table as an health as a health issue but the political implications is gonna slip in there and that's what i'm saying they are just now revisiting revisiting the issue of the marijuana like they should have taken time and do a very well thought out law and comprehensively where they could have covered all what you stated this morning with the elderly the space in the public and everything that's my opinion and that but i'm listening a very good subject very interesting what they all discussing thank you thank you very much caller and um um, when I talk about politics, um, I'm merely talking about party politics. I really try not to, because at the end of the day, everything that we talk about, there is political, political um, yes. implications to yes. it. Mm -hmm. And I and I I remember, as you mentioned, that I remember that the government made that decision just around an election time, and so you may be correct. I I know I think it was around an election yes. time, mm -hmm. um, and they were trying to look as well in terms of the the rights of the Rastafarians, and um, they using marijuana um, from a religious perspective, and uh, I think the government had met with the Rastafarian community and so forth. So, I think it may have been a wrong a time like that. But good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, we're having some difficulty getting you or hearing you clearly. So, um, you know, you can feel free to call back. <laughs> All right, so we have another call. Let's take that before we take to Trudy. Okay, the lines are going. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Landau. Good morning to you. Good morning. The ladies. The ladies. Don't forget the ladies. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point I wanted to make was how do we define when marijuana is being abused because mm -hmm. I heard I heard the statement that children are abusing marijuana so should we say that as long as you're a child and you take marijuana mm -hmm. it's abuse and at what age should it be legal or considered to not consume. to be abused and how much is not to be abused and is it abuse if you only if you smoke it is it a type of abuse all these questions are going through my mind that this thing hasn't been defined. It maybe you guys yeah. very good questions. Yeah. Very good Thank questions. You. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's, it's the same thing for alcohol. So the same way there are quantities of alcohol that are considered to be safe and then above that is considered abuse or the frequency of drinking, mm -hmm. you know, is what determines abuse. It's the same way that needs to be defined right. um, for the use of cannabis. You know, the mode of use and the quantity and how frequently and all these things need to be very well known and established, mm -hmm. you know, to further this whole discussion, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that, that we are having. Mm -hmm. The lines are going. Let's take this other caller. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Yes, Carlson, it's me again. Are you hearing me better now? Yes, yes I am. Yes, so while we are while we on the topic about the cigarettes and the smoking of the marijuana, right? Yes. While you all may have a point, which I agree in a sense, do you know that because they're the biggest contributors to, to, to bad health, and no one would mention that? The carbon monoxide. Mankind have a way of, of suppressing things that are not beneficial to them, and those that are beneficial to them, they keep them quiet. Mm -hmm. You know when a victim is smoking, one puff of that is like a whole pack of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I mean, ten packs, and then we walk in the middle of town all day, and even though you may not see the smoke, but that poison in you every day compared to a man smoking one spliff or a cigarette in a corner, which you can always go and do by yourself. Mm -hmm. So the most dangerous thing, if you, if you lock a person in a room with uh, mm -hmm. uh you, 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 you start an engine, you lock a person in a room, poison. and they have seen you that smoke mm -hmm. for 30 minutes, you know, you might, they, they will die. Yes. Of course, yes. Mm -hmm. Now you'll, you'll light a whole packet of cigarettes, put a person in the same room, for 40 minutes they will walk out alive. Mm -hmm. So, in, in, in what we say in there, we're not looking at the big, bigger picture. And I think part of the topic is that the people, you have a little hypocrisy about it. Because to me, it's like, why do you give the guys the, the, the license or whatever to have their little bit of weed and smoke their little bit of weed? You have a whole bunch of people from, from many years gone by against the smoking of marijuana. And they still do not agreeing with the fact that the government gives the fellas the right to smoke them, you know? So you have a little hypocrisy in it. And, and people, some people saying about, um, oh, this, this scent getting them sick. Boss, we're walking in town every day and it's talking invisible poison. So anyway, that's my take. Eh? I just check in. We need to look at the bigger picture. And, 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 and we always open to our different perspectives and we, res we always respect people's views. Mm -hmm. um, I think the concern is not merely the 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 smoking of marijuana i think is the indiscriminate mm -hmm. the and we understand that yes there is carbon monoxide um there can be carbon monoxide poisoning Poison. it's quite mm -hmm. prevalent in our in our environment mm -hmm. um when we drive around but then at the same time too uh, if we're looking at, uh, and there's so many uh, perspectives on that, because you may look at, at it from a societal standpoint. I have a son who is at SMA in second form. Mm -hmm. Would I want him to be smoking marijuana in second form at the age of 13? Would I find it cool? Um, how will it change his persona, his personality? And we've seen those things. I mean, it doesn't take a microscope to recognize that you, let's say, you have a young son and you you socialize that child well and that child has been doing well and that child just begin to um, sort of uh, frequent the what we call the block and then you begin to see the characteristic changes, changes in that child. The child becomes the environment that they frequent mm -hmm. all the time and so uh, Whilst we are saying that you may have the freedom to to smoke um, at your home in your own leisure and time, but at the same time to publicly, you know, there are other people around you and you have to be um, conscientious. You have to be at the same time to 
um, respectful and be kind to those people around you too because that person just like the, the caller called his um his wife is asthmatic and she ended up having a crisis right there you know so yes it's, she might you might say well okay but how come she didn't get a crisis from a vehicle exhaust maybe she wasn't exposed to it maybe something about the concentration, the concentration that could have affected her yeah i wanted to comment on two on two things dr pascal mentioned that we're not good with self-regulation it's true mm -hmm. um you know so that is why those rules need to be put in place mm -hmm. and just the last caller as it related to the vehicles a lot of regulations in the more developed countries have already been put in place mm -hmm. as it re as it relates to vehicles you know people have to try to use less um vehicles mm -hmm. there's a whole electric electric car um you know kind mm -hmm. of because there is the realization of course for years the that the, of the dangers of yeah. the exhaust here we have the environmental law that speaks mm -hmm. to vehicles older than 10 years old and the type of you know um exhaust, exhaust that they may mm -hmm. have being dangerous so you have to pay an additional um taxation if mm -hmm. you bring in an older vehicle mm -hmm. for instance mm -hmm. so there are things in place for the vehicles it's just that i guess the openness of the environment and the vehicle exhaust makes it a little less um concentrated concentrated right to an individual than the direct smoke from a a, a person smoking in your mm -hmm. face mm -hmm. so i think it's just maybe that's the, the but the vehicles have been considered of course the pollution from those vehicles and from just burning things in general like you know how people just burn mm -hmm. rubbish mm -hmm. and you know in an in a in a residential area somebody might just decide they're just starting a fire right. and there are mm -hmm. asthmatics there there mm -hmm. are people there with respiratory illnesses That's and right. there's always that complaint mm -hmm. that people should not be allowed mm -hmm. to just burn mm -hmm. burn burn mm -hmm. so it's the same thing with the smoking there needs to be regulations there needs to be regulations because people are not going to just know automatically how to behave mm -hmm. <laughs> they just True. people you know people just don't know how to behave mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so what we're we going to do we're going to take a short break and then we will be right back with segment three who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With Health Vibes, Health Vibes. every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health Vibes. Health Vibes, education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting, lots of, lots vibes. of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lando, with co-hosts Jacinta Fagan Defoe and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in. Every Wednesday on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Jolly's Pharmacy, leading the way in healthcare. Oh, and if they say convenience could make a big difference, then you can trust me. I know just where you should be. And that is JP. Mega, 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 mega. Your one-stop shopping, Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga. You could be shopping and having fun. We cater to everyone. What a happy place! Happy place. Oh, JP, mega, 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 mega. The one-stop shopping, Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga. You could be shopping and having fun. Bring Papa and Mama along. We cater to everyone. What a happy place! Happy place. Oh, what a happy place! 
purchase six or more of any item and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking on Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. On Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. So we're back with you on segment three, and one of the things that we try to do um, is sometimes make the show into segments so that we, you kind of get a different uh, perspective, a different topic, you know, in each segment. And so today is one of those shows that we're doing that. And um, I know Trudy has some tough questions yes, for Jacinta yes, and I. Yes, Let's see what she yes. has to say. We want to sh I wanted to shift gears a bit and there are two pharmacists in the room mm -hmm. and of course, you know, they have years of experience between the two of them. I don't know what is the, the, the collective <laughs> number of years. But there are a lot of times you have a, a prescription or maybe you buy an over-the-counter drug and the instructions may confuse you or you may just be unsure. So I wanted to ask you all, because you all are the experts, mm -hmm. to kind of clarify some things that we see commonly on um, on our drugs when we buy them, you know, the, 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 the instructions. And I, I want us to, to maybe understand better, you know, how to use certain mm -hmm. things. One of the things I've always seen, for instance, certain medications that say, take with food. Mm -hmm. No, I know that sometimes people would say, well, I didn't really eat. I just drank a, a smoothie or, or I didn't, I ate, but I forgot to take the medication with the food. It's an hour later. Mm -hmm. Can I take that medication? I want to know when the pharmacist puts on that prescription, take with food. What exactly are you saying? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, medications work differently, mm -hmm. right? Um, most times when we do indicator take with food, it can be for a number of reasons. So mm -hmm. I'll just go through some and Kalti, where, where I miss out, you will fill in, right? <laughs> okay, so for example, um, some medications are better absorbed mm -hmm. with food, right? Okay. So... Um, if a medication indicates uh, take with food, then you know for sure it helps with the mechanism of action okay. and the, you get uh, um, the maximum benefits of the medication in an environment with food. Now, another way of looking at it is it may prevent stomach upset. Mm -hmm. So certain medications, if you take on an empty stomach, your risk of um, feeling nauseated, um, uh, well, feeling upset, uh, increases. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, some antibiotics, for example, griseofulvin, an antifungal um, oral medication, is most times indicated to take with a fatty meal. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. means that, that the, the medication actually works better. best right in that type of, of, of environment as well. Um, in the event where we do indicate take on an empty stomach, it means now that if you take it with food, it counteracts the absorption process. Mm. So it reduces the absorption rate and that in itself may reduce the benefits of the medication as well. 
So we always have to keep in mind what is the best environment for particular medications. You want to ensure that the medication works properly. Are you counteracting the the, um, mechanism of action of the medication and not getting the full benefits of it? Okay, but with food, going back to your initial question, um, taking with food may mean that it works better in an environment with food. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how should I say it? It's absorbed better. Right, it's, it's absorbed better, reduces certain side effects as well. Okay. All right. But what if a little time has passed since I've eaten that food and I didn't take the medication, but I still, you know, I want to take it. Okay. An hour has passed. I had my lunch, an hour has passed. Can I still take that thing that said with food? Okay, well, in that instance, it would be depend on how heavy your meal the was. Meal was okay. So if you just drank a glass of water, malt, it may not be enough. as right okay. enough to take with a food that indicates, um, sorry, a medication that indicates take with take food. with food. Okay. I also want to elaborate there mm-hmm. as well and say too, it depends on the food, mm-hmm. because when we right. do say that take with well. food, mm-hmm. it's not all food. Because okay. there are some drugs that are also contraindicated in some foods. So, mm. for example, many of the antibiotics should not be taken if dairy product. Right. Mm. And dairy Antacids. product can be considered a food. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, we would have to uh, specify what food. So, as the same example you give with greasy or falvin mm-hmm. and said it should be taken with greasy foods, all right, or fatty foods. Um, so that's a specific class of food or mm-hmm. type of food that this drug should be taken with. So again, um, you might consider juice a food. And many, dr- many um, um, drugs are contraindicated in grapefruit Fruit juice. Fruits, uh, yeah. uh, you, know, you understand? Or even with milk or with coffee. So, and we do have people who take their medicines with coffee. Mm. And I always say that is a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm especially your high blood pressure medications you really should not take them just after you've had your coffee now when we say take with food it means that you you're eating you stop you take the medication then you continue eating okay so you take i think that's important yes yes right or Mm -hmm. directly after you've eaten Mm -hmm. all right but i always prefer to say whilst you're eating especially drugs like metronidazole which does have a very metallic taste it's Mm -hmm. it has a what we call a disolve it can give you a disulfiram reaction if taken with alcohol um so we were we would recommend that you take this whilst you're eating You, you you start eating you stop, you take your metronidazole, then you continue eating. Okay. And however, let me just give an example too. Um, iron, um, which we use for anemia, mm-hmm. particularly iron deficiency anemia, to many people, it is very um, irritating to the stomach, the lining of the stomach. They can get very nauseous. Um, they might even want to vomit. Some people get, you know, just feel really, really off with iron tablets. But iron tablet is best taken on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. But in cases where we have people who really cannot tolerate it, then we have to tell them take it with food. All right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But for a, a faster absorption, empty it stomach. is best taken 
on a, um, it is best taken on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. All right. So, say, so this this is why you know, as the patient, you really have to maybe engage with the pharmacist to understand why. Because without understanding why for certain things, I can tell you, for me personally, if you don't know the why, you are likely to just do that's what you want. Oh, you know, because and, and, oh, they put me food, but why they say that now? I will just take you. my thing when I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, I must say, Trudy, too, um, without cutting you, mm-hmm. that sometimes it. it it sort of concerns me as a senior pharmacist and sometimes even disappoints me that our populace sometimes they're so busy they don't even want to hear what the pharmacist wow. has to say about their medication. It's true. And you will try to give them information and they don't they look blank, they don't even look like they want to hear what you're saying and that is not a good thing mm-hmm. that is really not a good thing because you might really be forfeiting the true benefit of the medicine mm-hmm. because you do what you think you want mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. so you might have left with that bag um with the iron tablets but as soon as you take that iron tablet you decide you're going to eat a big thing of ice cream mm-hmm. and not knowing that you are really affecting the absorption of the iron with mm-hmm. the ice cream all right, it would be better to take something in vitamin C to help with absorb right. the iron. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is why the information from the pharmacist is vital. Okay. You need to have, you need to, you know, people come, oh, the boss is waiting hey. for me, or, hmm. um, you know, and it would seem that that's the only place they will come and they are extremely busy. Um, so you are doing yourself a disservice. You are really, um, you are sort of even because that money you would have spent on that expensive drug you want to know the do's and don'ts yeah, about and it, sure it and you want to make sure it works mm-hmm. but when you, you 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 have this attitude this arrogance that you know it or you can google it and not knowing that a lot of the times when you google things you confuse yourself and you will get paranoid and you will not want to take the medication because of all the, the the bulk of information that yes. you might see there. So yes. it is important to have that personal relationship with your pharmacist and listen to your, what they have to say. Yes. I want to second, I mean, before you get to your next um, question, I want to second what Carlton said, because it doesn't only happen when you're leaving, when you've cashed for your medication. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we see it when they come to the, the um, checkpoint of delivering the prescription Prescription. and uh, i personally have experienced explaining to the person in front of me and you can see the reactions the the hear the words from of the the um patients behind them they're like i mean that's that's too much talking i want to go i want to go out yeah you understand so so they don't take the time to appreciate Mm -hmm. that it's a pharmacy you have come to you understand so I, i always ask myself the question when you go to a bank whether it's $5 or $5,000 you have to withdraw, it's the same line you have to follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it just takes, you know, a little patience mm-hmm. to realize the depth of preparation and the importance of explaining medications to individuals. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one. This one, this one is something I think that many people are affected by. When a drug says no alcohol do not use alcohol but but maybe it's a drug that is for a long-term use you know and it says no alcohol i've actually heard people say you know no alcohol but maybe 
light beer and and that's not considered drinking you know so when the, the prescription says no alcohol I want to know how strict is that? What does that really mean for the patient? Does it mean absolutely none? And what if it's a medication that the person has to take for a long time? What does that mean? They can never drink again? <laughs> so I want to know from the pharmacist, mm-hmm. what, are, what are we saying? And that's a very good question yes. that you've raised. It's a, it's a social um, concern. concern yes. um, because most of us, we will have a drink or two during you know with friends and socializing and uh, um but the first thing that you want to um why was i prescribed this drug what is my medical diagnosis okay what are the complications or um uh, that could arise from taking the alcohol so, for example, you are diabetic. You're diabetic. Alcohol itself, when it is metabolized in the body, it converts to sugar mm-hmm. already. So, you're diabetic, and then you're drinking alcohol that converts to sugar. Mm-hmm. Ethanol converts to sugar mm-hmm. and increases your sugar concentration in your blood. Knowing now that as a diabetic, your pancreas is not working the best way as it should to release enough insulin to dilute that excessive sugar in your bloodstream. And we know all the complications of diabetes already. So you already, you are taking your anti-diabetic medications to help to regulate your sugar levels. And with that, you decide you want to be drinking still. (laughs) So you are you are forfeiting the true benefit of that anti-diabetic medication because alcohol is going to further increase your sugar levels. Now, most antibiotics, when they are taken or they are dispensed, um, the pharmacist may tell you an auxiliary label may be stuck on your bag telling you avoid alcoholic beverages. Again, alcohol is metabolized or broken down by the liver. Many of the drugs that are prescribed are also broken down by the liver. Um, But before the alcohol gets to the liver, it gets into the stomach. Mm -hmm. And then it causes, it can cause the the, the consistent use of it, can cause gastritis. And will also increase your hydrochloric acid levels in the stomach. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, the drug will also, if it's taken by mouth, will also get into the stomach too, before it gets to the liver for um, synthesis or um, you know breaking down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are also doing an injustice to your major organs. Mm-hmm. So here it is that you would have been diagnosed with disease number one or condition number one. You are making yourself more susceptible to end up developing disease number two and number three. So you have to weigh that. The other thing is that the type of drug or the drug that would have been dispensed to you, your pharmacist would know um, maybe what alcohol, maybe you, we can compromise. You have what, what alcohol, because a beer generally contains three to five percent of alcohol, mm-hmm. okay? So we could say, well, okay, you might be taking, let us say you're taking, um, mm, 
What could I think of? You know, so many jokes in it. I know. <laughs> Let's say you took... Metformin? No, no, not metformin. Um, uh, all the jokes in my head. Huh? I know. Uh, <laughs> Let's say you're taking Daflon. Okay. okay. Let's okay. say you're taking Daflon for a circulation problem. Um, we could say, well, okay, you could have maybe one glass of wine, um, maybe just about four ounces of that glass of wine, not eight ounces, but four ounces of it, um, at least one drink, okay? One drink. Or you could have one beer, but it has to be spaced out. So you may, you might be able to take it at least, um, let us say, three hours after you've taken the medication. But again, don't quote me per se, it, it depends on the type of drug, of drug. Uh, um, that is given to you. And also the route of administration. Mm. We cannot forget the route of administration mm -hmm. because not all drugs are taken by mouth. Mm -hmm. Some of them via the rectum, via the vagina, mm -hmm. injectables as right. well, mm -hmm. subcutaneous, intravenous, intramuscular. So it also too, we must factorize the route so if it's intravenous, it gets into your bloodstream right, right away. away. Mm -hmm. You understand? So there are some. So so you really cannot take um, you know an alcoholic beverage at that same time. So it is important if the if the pharmacist says that to you to ask the pharmacist, can you clarify? Mm -hmm. You know, um, can you tell me what? Because some drink alcoholic like whiskey and brandy and so forth, they mm -hmm. generally contain thirty five to forty percent alcohol per serving yeah and that's not mm -hmm. for the whole bottle nope. that is per, per serving. serving all right so um mm -hmm. you would also be cognizant of that and that's why we say you know i'm very happy that you raised those questions because it really um signifies the importance of our clients really putting our expertise and competence to the test. You're going to know if your pharmacist really knows his shit, really knows <laughs> his stuff or not. You understand? So you have that right to ask those questions right. to your pharmacist. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad. And I think it would also help with compliance because I definitely know of people mm -hmm. who if that little sticker on that thing says no alcohol, They'll put, the they they put it on vacation. They're not yes. because they have to drink the alcohol. Mm -hmm. So they prefer not take the medication mm -hmm. than not drink. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the communication is also important to mm -hmm. maybe assist with compliance. You know, they have to understand the reason mm -hmm. behind some of those things. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, laughing. I'm laughing because the number of patients oh, yes. who said, oh, well, it's my birthday this weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a fit to go to, so I'm mm -hmm. not taking the medication yeah. until after they rather be in pain, they rather delay the treatment yes. of their condition until after the FET because the FET is more important because they will be drinking and right. they don't want that to be interrupted. It's very I've heard that, I've heard that quite a bit. And we see that a lot during festive seasons, yeah, yeah. Creole music festival time, uh -huh. carnival, carnival time. You know, we get that a lot. But at the same time too, i sure if we were to get the statistics from the health centers and the hospitals many people go into crisis mm -hmm. um, particularly those, those with comorbidities mm -hmm. they go into crisis um, they get into into diabetic comas um, they, 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 they get strokes they may get heart attacks and so you have to look at the big picture um, prevention is better than cure and every time that your 
medical condition becomes compromised by a further condition, then it predisposes you more to mortality. It increases your risk of dying. Mm -hmm. So you, you were diagnosed with diabetes and then subsequently your lifestyle wasn't modified. You become hypertensive and then a few years later they said to you well you're developing cardiomegaly your heart is enlarging in which is another um, cardiovascular disease mm -hmm. and so people you know we have to be aware that with these things one pull the other and it's like a, it's like a chain in your neck if one link is broken then you can tell yourself you have to take that chain to the jeweler so the very same thing is applicable to um, some of the lifestyles mm -hmm. that we 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 sometimes um, you know leave and exercise mm -hmm. and how it impacts our general health. Mm -hmm. I think I have time for one more yes. for you all. This one has um, you know even confused me very early on in life, where you would get an antibiotic, for instance, and it would say take three times a day. You maybe go to the pharmacy at about midday. Mm -hmm. You get your antibiotic. Mm -hmm. It says three times a day, you say to yourself, boy, can I take those three doses for that day before Maybe I go and sleep? When yeah. it says three times a day, how am I, you know, mm -hmm. how do I space out my mm -hmm. three times a day? I want to know what is the real deal that you should follow mm -hmm. if a drug says mm -hmm. three times or mm -hmm. four times a day. How do you, how do you calculate? Like Good question, I think. Okay, so mm -hmm. I know we at Jolie's Pharmacy, mm -hmm. when we specify three times a day, four times a day, twice a day, mm -hmm. we normally put in brackets, so I start with your three times a day. Mm -hmm. Seeing that we are on the 24-hour clock, right? we do it based mm -hmm. on that. So we have in brackets every eight hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, four times a day, every six hours, six times a day, every four hours, twice a day, every 12 hours. Now, we try as much as possible to prevent patients from waking up at night just to take, to take the their medication. Mm -hmm. So we try to avoid disrupting the sleep pattern. So what we advise is as early as possible when you awake. So let's say you have, same back to your three times a day, um, you wake at six o'clock. So mm -hmm. let's say you can take your medication around eight o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then after um, two o'clock in the afternoon and then eight hours after. So just before you um, go to sleep. So it's, it's all based on the frequency of the medication. And in the event, so let's say, okay, um, four times a day, okay. So again, we're starting early o'clock in mm -hmm. the morning. In that uh, scenario, again, trying to prevent you from waking up at night, we may break it down a little more. So remember, if you were to stick to the every six hours, you would have to wake, wake up at some yes. point, right? But in that waking era, you space it out as much as possible to mm -hmm. still try to fit in um, four times a day. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, we're trying to reduce on the toxicity level of drugs. And sometimes people may have the the, the um, idea that, okay, if it's twice a day, I can take it um, 11.30 and 3 o'clock, I'm done. No more medication right, for me. Right. Mm -hmm. but, but then but then during that um, time frame, the drug has not been um, 
completely um, metabolized mm-hmm. and there's still a certain level mm-hmm. of that drug in your system, system right and you may take the second dose so you now have a greater concentration right. of that drug in your system and you're putting yourself at um and, at your, a organs. Toxic, mm-hmm. and your your organs at a, a mm-hmm. greater risk of higher concentration yeah. if, if quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if that's very important to understand yeah? yes, yes because i know sometimes trying to be efficient like i will say um um, that's a long time ago, yeah? I would say, boy, I bought that thing. I have to take it for a certain number of days. I want to start right away. I will take, you know, this, this today. Um, and then tomorrow, if I'm just awake, if I have to go to work and I don't want to carry the thing to work, to have to take it at work, so I'll take it now. Then I'll so take I'll it. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. Because sometimes people really try to take the drug according to their schedule, schedule and, you know, what they think is going to... So they might take so, it too... too for their convenience. Yeah. Yes, for their convenience. So I think that what you said, Jacinta, is important. And, and the practicality of it is mm-hmm. uh, if a patient comes um, to the pharmacy, let's say 2 o'clock in the afternoon with an antibiotic um, prescription, depends on the severity, depends on the antibiotic. So if, for example, I recognize a person um, was given the antibiotic for an abscess, um, let's say it's metronidazole with amoxicillin, um, I would... I, I could advise them and say, well, okay, let's do a stat dose of 500 milligrams right away, um, um, and then let's take a stat dose of the 500 milligrams of amoxicillin right away. And then from tomorrow, you take your, 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 your start, ah, the, the typical regimen that okay. is written. But again, the okay. pharmacy should be the one to advise you, yeah. um, depending on the time of day that you've come to the pharmacy, yes. and depending on the type of um condition that we're treating yes. because when we talk about antibacterial agents we're talking about antifungal antiviral antibiotics as well and mm-hmm. even antiprotozoan so it depends on the microorganism um that we're treating that's what we will be able to advise you um sometimes we may just have to say to you based on the time you just have to start everything the next um, day. the, next, the day. next day yeah Okay. And you cannot, you cannot say, well, because I forgot the day before, um, double your double dose. Double up. No, no. Yes. no. You just have to <laughs> forget the dose of the last day and just That's continue okay. as normal, you know? So, um, it's, time. um, yeah, it's six. It's, um, I'm saying six. It's, um, 11 And I recognize somebody was trying to call us, but we're mm-hmm. out of time. Um, but again, it was our pleasure being here with you for another episode of health vibes we truly appreciated your calls we appreciated your listening air and we do hope that the information that we readily give every week um, is um, applied to your everyday life and that we are certainly making a good impression and an impact in your general health and wellness as always your health is indeed your greatest resource. Preserve it. Have a good morning, everybody, and continue enjoying the remainder of your week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With Health Vibes, every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health Vibes, education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting, lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Langdo with co-hosts Jacinta Fagan Defo and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Pharmacy leading the way in healthcare.